Welcome to Indie Matters, the podcast from the Nevada Independent. I'm your host this week, Alex Kuro. And I'm your co-host, Jacob Solis. So this week, Joey is actually doing a fun little debate with CityCast, and he is also on vacation for 4th of July. So me and Jacob are here bringing you this week's podcast. Hi, Jacob. Hi, Alex. (laughs) And yeah, so for the 4th of July, we wanted to do something fun. And so we are going to play that clip from CityCast. It's a daily podcast about Las Vegas and their friends of this podcast. So we figured it was perfect. I am excited about this week because we are going to be doing a fun little debate between the city of Reno and the city of Vegas. And I moved to Reno back in September and it's really grown on me and I love it here. And I know you are from Vegas, Jacob. Yeah, that's right. Born and raised, though. I spent something like five years of my life in Reno slash northern Nevada. So I feel like I can also speak to that. Look, I'm happy to be back in Vegas this summer. On that note, maybe to get things started, me and you could do a a little round here between our opinions on Reno and Las Vegas. A little micro debate, as it were. Something I love about Reno is the skyline. The sunsets here are absolutely amazing. Okay, one, the Vegas skyline is better, objectively, because there's like a city there. And then two, the sunsets are great down here. It's still the desert, so desert sunsets unmatched. I don't care what any people with a coastline, quote unquote, have to say about that. Here we have plenty of breweries. We got lots of beer and it's delicious. And I just don't think you have that in Vegas. You know, it's much more like showy cocktails. Okay, sure. Yeah, if you go to the Strip. But there are plenty of great breweries down here, I'll have you know. And uh, I get dragged to them all the time, and they're delightful. So I feel like we're one for one here. (laughs) Here's a weird one. But the weather specifically, because it does not snow in Vegas normally, and frankly, I just can't deal. I was in Carson City this particular winter, historically bad. Shoveling snow off my car once, enough for me that I had to do it multiple times. Send me into the stratosphere. I can't handle it. You know what? I'm going to give you that one because it did snow here until mid-May, at least the first week of May. And even for me, that was a lot. There was hail in June. In Reno, we do have a really strong sense of community because it is a bit smaller than Vegas. And as a reporter, I love this because I can have really close contact with the people I interview and stuff like that. And Vegas is just a little bit too big. I'll give you this. Look, if you love sprawl, look no further than Las Vegas, Nevada. But there's still pockets of community, as if community does not exist in Southern Nevada. There's also lots of tourists. Oh, and if you know where to go, you can avoid the tourists, no problem. Simply do not go to this strip. I think you're going to have to show me Vegas because I've only ever been to the strip. I guess just to close it, because we really could go on forever about this, and we'll leave it to Joey and CityCast host David Figler to fight about this in a minute. But to close out, I guess, let's just name our favorite thing, our favorite place in the city. And I guess you can go first, Alex. Personally, I love Midtown. I'm from Portland, Oregon, and I think Midtown is a mini Portland. There's lots of hipsters and stuff. My favorite restaurant is Arario. It's like Korean fusion. Delicious. 
For me, if I'm going to pick a place, I'm just hanging out in the arts district all the time. So all this stuff is down there, all the bars I hang out at. What a delightful little spot. And if you do find parking, which you have to pay for now, very upsetting, but I'm not mad, then it's still pretty walkable if you're sort of sticking to the area. All right, and before we jump over to Joey and David's epic debate over Reno and Las Vegas, I think Reno wins. I did want to let you guys know that you can listen to a different version of this podcast over at CityCast. The original episode aired on June 14th, and you can listen to that wherever you hear your podcasts. Hey, this is Joey with just a quick note before the debate starts that you'll be hearing the voice of CityCast host Vogue Robinson, who was the moderator of David and I's debate. All right, let's jump into it. David and Joey, welcome back to CityCast Las Vegas. How are y'all doing? Hey there, Vogue. Hey, Joey. Hello. I'm doing well. I'm doing well up here in lovely Reno. <laughs> Lovely is it lovely? Works. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to have some nice discussions around what's lovely in Reno and what's lovelier in Vegas. David, you've been in Vegas since the dawn of time. What's the history of the Vegas versus Reno beef? Obviously, Reno Metro and Vegas Metro areas are the two big population centers of our big state. <laughs> and Reno established itself first and then Las Vegas, the upstart, eventually overcame it, at least, let's say, in population we could all agree to, and probably in a lot of ways, the drive of the economic engine, and a little rivalry started. (laughs) Joey, how long have you lived in Reno, and did you grow up with this sense of, like, hatred towards Vegas? So I've been in Reno for 21 years. I moved here when I was very little. And yes, I went to elementary school, middle school, high school, college here. And I I don't want to start off causing too much beef, but uh, (laughs) I didn't think about Vegas very much growing up. Not until college, really. Hmm. Vegas was always just this other side of the state. It never really occurred to me that it was a cultural urban center the way that it is. I always thought of it as just casinos and Cirque du Soleil, really. um, Oh, disrespect. See, here's the problem. (laughs) Dislike. Dislike, Joey. (laughs) I I will say that I had jobs that afforded me to travel a lot. So actually, every other week I was in Vegas for about a year and a half. And I really came to love Vegas. And I love all of Nevada. I'm a big Nevada stan. I'm always rooting for rural Nevada and northern Nevada and Las Vegas. But my heart is here in Reno. And I want to lay some framework down, too, because, Joey, you went to UNR. Yep. And then, David, you went, where did you go? I feel like you did some... Oh, I escaped. I went to University of Arizona. But, oh, I mean, preschool, shame. elementary, sixth grade centers, which was a thing for a while, junior high school. And then, of course, I've been practicing law here since 1990. Really long time. <laughs> word. Okay, understood. I've heard you talk about both cities, Vogue. And you seem to be our neutral here because I'm going to be pro-Vegas all day long. (laughs) Joey's going to represent Reno. And you, Vogue Robinson, you love them both? What's that? I represent love and care. I feel like they're both wonderful places and I could live in either place. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to disrespect the rivalry. Like, I know there's a lot of good beef there. Let's take a bite, as we say. So, David, who do you think has the better food scene? I don't make it up to Reno enough, and whenever I go, I usually hook up with my Reno friends, and they take me to the best restaurant. They're quaint. They're good, (laughs) but they're not, like, mind-blowingly great that I 
can even remember the names of them. Which, okay. I mean, the food mean. is fine. Joey, please help your city. So what, what <laughs> place has the better food? <laughs> I think Reno has some really good food. But I will say, it's very hard to beat Vegas, which is a known foodie destination. So I'm going to caveat with that, that the Vegas has very good food. But Reno has some really great places, but they are smaller. Uh, I really like Quark's, Cowboy Izakaya, Marietta's, Arario. These are all small restaurants. You're not getting like hundreds of people in there. But there's a lot of heart in these places. You go in and the owner, like after you go in two or three times, they're like, hey, how's it going? And they ask you how you're doing. And it's really nice to be able, and you can walk to all of these places. And see, I think that's a big difference because we have all these like major, whether they're celebrity chefs or just renowned restaurants in all these casinos. But more than that, we have a lot of people who have worked there who come into the community and open up their own restaurants. And some of those are the most lauded restaurants in all of Las Vegas, which makes for a really vibrant restaurant scene. There's no better place to live and eat than Vegas, period. (laughs) Love it. All right. Uh, We win restaurant. I will say, though, the best part about Reno food is that it's significantly more affordable than Las Vegas food. Mm. Of course it is. Mm. So you get what you pay for? Is that what they say? Mm, I think you get more than what you pay for, personally. (laughs) Nice. Speaking of paying for things, let's talk about a cup of coffee. I don't care about coffee very much, but I feel like y'all do. So, David, tell me about our lovely coffee scene in Vegas. What is the best thing about it? I like how it has ramped up in the last seven or eight years. We really have lots of great choices, a lot of people getting into roasting, doing it really well. We've got 12 excellent coffee places in the greater downtown area now. I would say that we probably have the same number of like locally owned coffee shops that you guys have in Vegas, but we have a lot fewer people. So per capita, we are spoiled for choice when it comes to coffee. Every day, I swear, I walk down the street and I see a new fancy little coffee shop that's opened up that I'm excited to go try. But here's the funny part. I don't actually drink coffee. (laughs) Oh my. I'm the coffee drinker in this group and I'm still giving it up, I think, to Reno. Okay. Coffee. Reno. Ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) Let's shift to beers. Vegas versus Reno. Let's talk about beer. David, you want to take your first steps? I'm not such a beer drinker. I do know that in the last two or three years, and again, this is Vegas and it's vibrancy. Like, we'll get into things and then really get into them. So beer has been really big the last few years. Not to say it came out of nowhere, but we're seeing more microbrews, more brewing companies putting product in local stores. And then you got cute little beer bars like Silver Stamp. Beer is a pretty vibrant and healthy thing down here in Las Vegas, but I hear Reno has some things to brag about, too. Well, David, I have met you at Silver Stamp, and it is a lovely little space, and I would say that it's quite quaint. But Reno has many uh, breweries here, more than I can name, but Reno's Revision won Best IPA in the world a few years ago, and Imbibe also has won some big awards for its sours. So we have tons of breweries, and they're all amazing. I have a father who's a brewer. He is always touting the wonderfulness of Reno's brewery scene. I think whenever people from Reno come down, we've got enough to show them around, whether we're going to Abel Baker or a Love Lady or any of the other really big hop nuts. There's a lot of fun places to take them down here for good beers. I love a $16 Pabst Blue Ribbon. There you go. (laughs) We could take you to the strip and probably double that. Oh, my gosh. No, that's horrible. Okay, so then it sounds, honestly, Reno probably has us beat on beer. They've got several award-winning beers in several breweries, so I Mm -hmm. think it goes to Reno, y'all. All right. When I envision my trips to Reno, I tend to hop off my plane, 
walk three minutes through the airport. Somebody picks me up real quick. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's, it's an easy airport, that's for sure. It's so easy and simple. But then, of course, we get to the downtown, and there's this big old sign that's just like, biggest little city in the world. And I Aww, find it it's cute so for cute. I know. I'm like, oh, you guys are so cute. But really, Reno is also known for gaming and tourism the same way that Vegas is. So I'm curious, who has the better or worst tourists? I have a lot of thoughts on this because I've been to both a lot. I've spent a lot of time in both and I've seen the tourists in both. And I think that Vegas, you have two kinds of tourists, which are like all those people that are going there for like those business conventions. And you just have like all those like businessy people talking about synergy or whatever, walking around. (laughs) (laughs) And then you also have all of the like, the people that want to experience a strip and Fremont Street and are probably maybe imbibing a little bit too much and imbibing. stuff like that. Reno doesn't really have that kind of tourism. We don't have people coming to Reno to like go get a drink on Virginia Street. That's not that doesn't happen here. We have a lot of tourism when it comes to outdoorsiness. Mm. People going to go skiing or hiking or swimming or you know exploring the outdoors. But we also have the Burning Man tourists, the burners, oh. and they're quite contentious. Some people love them, some people hate them. So there's a lot of interesting and contentious around Burning Man, but that's just a once a year thing. Not going to disagree. I can't say bad things about our tourists because those tourists who come to Las Vegas really fuel the entire state. So Reno has to thank all those people who are sitting at home saying, what do you want to do? And then someone goes, Vegas! And then everyone in the room goes, Vegas! So our tourists may not be as, I don't know, classy as Reno's tourists, perhaps, but they are big spenders and we love them very much. So I'd say that the love of tourists here needs to be a little bit more emphasized. Vegas tourists, I will say, are the reason that Nevada is the way it is. And the reason that we are allowed to have our lifestyle up here in Reno or in Las Vegas or even in the rural Nevadas is because of the tourism that Vegas draws and because Mm -hmm. of those tourists. So maybe the quality isn't there, but you're right, David, that if it wasn't for them, we literally wouldn't have this interesting state that we have today. The tourist gold standard is probably spending money. And if that's the standard, then I think that Vegas wins. So let's talk about an overall quality of life, right? And so that's like stress from traffic, walkability, air quality, diversity, and that weather. I would love to hear your arguments. Put your city on a plate and tell us that overall quality of life. I think weather is very subjective. If you like four seasons, you're going to like Reno. Reno has four very distinct seasons, and we just started summer yesterday, (laughs) and it has been raining before that. Before that, we had snow, and before that, we had a a chilly fall. So it's very distinct in terms of the weather. But you can always go outside and do something in any of those seasons because it's never extreme, unlike Mm. in Vegas where you can't go hiking sometimes because it's too hot. You can always go hiking in the summer here. So it's really cool. And in the winter, you can go skiing. There's always something to do outdoors. In terms of diversity, Reno is definitely lacking. We're six. 60% white, 20% Hispanic, 7% Asian, three, less than 3% black, and a lot of other much much smaller percentages. So Reno is a very white city, but it is a very walkable city as well. The traffic, while people complain about it, you can, you're never really more than 20 minutes from anything in Reno. But it is, it is expensive to live here. It's actually more expensive to live in Reno than it is in Las Vegas, at least what in terms of housing that? prices and rent. But I, I love Reno, aside from the expensiveness and the whiteness of it. It is a great city that is very walkable and uh, has always has something to do, and you can always go outside. David? 
Vegas has five times more people in our metro area than there are metro areas. So we're going to have the problems that come with such a big size, including traffic. Our air quality is very distinct from Reno. I always feel it is a literal breath of fresh air sometimes. Housing affordability is a weirdo one. Reno is really super unaffordable, and I think they deal with that. And I think a lot of that had to do with the sort of tech invasion from the Bay Area, where people saw Reno as a bargain and then really drove Mm. up those prices a lot harder and faster than Vegas experienced, although we have obvious affordable housing deficits. That said, that's almost a draw because it really, really is expensive to be a homeowner in in Reno. I have to agree with Joey on the weather stuff. You have to be a person year-round who could deal with some pretty severe extremes. And then for all that outdoor nature stuff, the deeper into summer we get, the further away we have to go. And sometimes we find ourselves closer to Reno to enjoy our great outdoors (laughs) than, than down here. They also have this beautiful river right in the middle of their city that has retail around it and the cute Truckee. restaurants and things like that. The Truckee River is beautiful. Our equivalent, I don't know, I guess is the ever-sinking levels of Lake Mead. Thing it's very witness. different. It's a very different water experience. A lot of those categories definitely go to Reno. But when we talk about excitement, when we talk about the ability where everything you could possibly want or need or be interested in is probably here, even the fact that we have Mount Charleston. So if people do want to go snowboarding or do things in ice that I, nope, but somebody wants to go do some stuff in ice and snow, it's accessible. And Red Um, Rock's an international destination. People come from all over the world to climb and hike at Red Rock. It's that well known. Right. And then we have national monuments. So like we have our proximity to Avikume can't be like underwritten at all. <laughs> like you got to take it and put it up at the top. So I think I have so many friends who love being outdoors and we have the capability to do and we're close enough to other states and places to where two or three hours outside of town, we can be somewhere else and do something enjoyable. Whereas all the way up in Reno, it's going to take y'all forever. <laughs> Well, the Bay Area is the Bay Area is not too far. I saw that there was a question on here about if there were to be a transformer, what would the cities be? And I just wanted to jump in here really quick to say that Vegas would be Unicron, the uh, planet-eating mega robot that eats up everything in its path. And I would wow. say that wow. voiced by Don Messick, who also voiced Scooby-Doo and Bam Bam and stuff like that. <laughs> but then if you're looking at Reno, you've got oh, what's his name? Wit Wiki. You have the Witwickies, who are the humans of the, the Transformers, <laughs> the Transformers universe. We, we bring the humanity to the state, maybe, that the all-encompassing planet-eating robot of Vegas maybe doesn't have. See, we are Bumblebee, I'm, thank you. We are all the fun, we're fast, gonna, and we're loyal. Yes. <laughs> Watch your mouth, Joey. <laughs> I'm just going to, I got to respond to this is that, see, this is how Reno views us is that, oh, Vegas is like eating everything. And so they think about us a lot. They're very mad that we get so much attention and all that stuff. Whereas I would say that the average Las Vegan doesn't really think about Reno so much. Mm. Just going to say that. That's where we started. Joey said, growing up, he didn't think about Vegas. And now here we are on the other side of it with David saying, most Las Vegans don't think about Reno. And that's super interesting. I think we should think about each other more. So, I mean, I believe in compromise (laughs) when it comes to sisters getting along. So Joey and David, what is the compromise? Where do Vegas and Reno have common ground? 
I mean, loving this weird state. And Reno's got weird stuff going on. The rurals have weird stuff going on. And Las Vegas has weird stuff going on. And I think we embrace that no matter where we are in the state. And I think the nice thing is that even though there is this rivalry, people in Reno are defensive of Las Vegas when it comes to other states. We can pick on you because you're maybe our big brother, but no one else is allowed to. I think a common ground, and Joe, you could correct me if I'm wrong on this, but it's just a sense that because Las Vegas has the first like professional major sports teams, and I'm talking NHL, NFL, WNBA, that there is pride that these are Nevada teams, not just Las Vegas teams. So sports is common ground. One Nevada, Joey. That's right. Joey and David, thanks so much for weighing in and giving me some more things to think about. And I will talk to y'all again soon. What a rousing debate. I didn't listen to it, but I can assure you that whatever Joey said was wrong. And with that, now for the outro. Thank you for listening to this episode of Indie Matters. We want to thank Joey Lovato and David Figler and Vogue Robinson for being on the show today. We also wanted to thank the entire team over at CityCast for inviting Joey on for this fun debate. This show is produced and edited by Joey Lovato and me, Alex Kuro, with additional help from Michelle Rendells. If you want to support the show, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. You can also email us at podcast at the Our theme song is from Emily Pratt, and we have additional music from Storyblocks, June Pearson, and Joey. Thank you for listening to Indie Matters. I'm your host this week, Alex Kuro. And I'm your co-host, Jacob Solis. And we'll talk to you next week.